Hey, 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 my dear people. It's me, Miss Natalie. <clears throat> oh, let's talk. How are you people out there in the world? Y'all okay? Y'all doing well? Well, great. You know, I really don't have a title for these words that are about to come out my mouth. So I'm just going to let it flow and, you know, get this off my chest. Because um, it's been nudging me to do it, and um, I'm going to have to do it sooner or later. Okay, you know, if you go over there to, you know, Facebook on Just a Touch of Love, you know, I've been collaborating with a childhood older brother. So, um, we've been talking about healing, you know, the inner child that's within us. And, um, we've been talking about different, you know, things about us when we're not, when our inner child is not healed and things that does affect our inner child and stuff. And, you know... And we've been going, well, it'll help you going back and think. It's those traumas and things that I went through as a kid, you know, still affecting me now. So, you know, you ask yourself the question. And... and <laughs> And while I was thinking, while I was thinking, <laughs> and I went back, I said, you know, yeah, uh-huh. That's why I had to heal. And that's where the 10 steps of wholeness come from, you know, because uh, <clears throat> that was, that I, already, I already, you know, knew and understood that some things that I experienced, you know, with having, you know, an environment where, you know, with one of your parents going through a, you know, mental illness and, you know, with a, you know, absent father. And, you know, I have, you know, two older brothers. But, you know, it didn't start off like that, okay? You know, this is the beginning. Okay, as a child, as a child, oh, damn, my bad, <laughs> kind of caught me up too, I'm sorry, okay, I grew up in a household with two parents, from birth to, you know, <clears throat> about six or seven, right, you know, it was the, you know, childhood that, you know, you would see on TV, you know, both mother, uh, mother and dad were go to church and you know that's what it is you know well my, my little my little my little my uh, middle brother my middle older brother you know he used to be my best friend too you know I think about till he got in middle school or something you know but you know as little kids you know he was my best friend and you know it's four and five years between my older brother and my second older brother with me so 
and I don't think my big brother, he, I don't think he, he really too much to never fuck with a motherfucker. I think he was jealous of it, man, because I think he, they feel like I got everything I want and got away with everything, and they was always getting into it, but little knows to say, I took a whole bunch of whoopings for their asses, too, you know, because my mama was the, like, my mama was the person, she was like, you know, <clears throat> Since nobody ain't gonna tell, I'm gonna whoop all three of you. So <laughs> I took a lot of their whoopings too. <laughs> but when I got, you know, at a certain age and I felt like, you know, I could whoop their tails and then I started telling them. But anyway, so, you know, it's, you know, I had a, a pretty good little childhood, you know, from there until and, and But, you know, after they separated and shit, you know, things changed, <laughs> and now that I look back on it, and I'm seeing it from, you know, an adult perspective, you know, what happened to my mother, um, to get her in that, you know, mental state of mind, you know, is because, you know, yeah, she believed in God, and, you know, <clears throat> and that was, you know, her heavenly, that is her heavenly father to this day now. And um, back then, the medical way or, you know, how much a person could go through because, you know, she come from a, a, a home where, her, you know, she was young when both, when both of her parents died, and, you know, and being adopted. But, you know, she still had family. But there was still that. That the child wound in there, you know, that needed to be healed and wasn't addressed. And, you know, she grows up, you know, get married, have a lovely, a lovely family. And that goes, goes away, too. So, you know, now she's a single parent, divorced, and has some kids to take care of. And on top of that, she just got laid off. So, so. <clears throat> And um, so, you know, it was a lot on her. It, you know, affected, you know, a nervous system. And she started having ner nervous breakdowns. That's what they call it, a nervous breakdown. Yeah. So, you know, growing up, seeing through these phases and stuff, it didn't really get any better because, you know, she, she got involved, you know, with my stepdad. And, you know, he's still my stepdad. But, at you know, at that time, you know, we seen a lot of unhealthy, you know, things, cussing and fussing and, you know, fighting. And um, it was something we, we weren't used to. And... Uh, as a kid trying to understand it and a kid mind frame, you know, I just, you know, kinda kept to myself and and told myself, you know, I got to do better <laughs> at that age and I become an adult. Because I wouldn't want my kid to feel the way I feel about myself. <clears throat> so you know, but, you, <clears throat> but on top of that, you know, 
It wasn't always bad because, you know, I did have cookies waiting on me when I came home from school and stuff. So, and uh, <laughs> it, it was good it, when it was good and when it was bad, it was bad. So, <clears throat> going back to the effect, effect that, you know, will creep up on you or will be built up on you and you be walking around here with an inner child that needs some attention and won't realize that and won't notice and won't notice it but so you know growing up you know as a little kid you know I really didn't feel like I need, you know, any friends, you know, I was cool by myself, you know, me and, you know, Mr. Frog, you know, Mr. Teddy Bear, you know, my stuffed animals, it was cool, or, you know, sometimes just me alone, it was cool, <clears throat> I did fine by myself, and if, you know, if I did have a friend, you know, I just needed one, you know, I didn't need a whole bunch of, you know, people as a friend, and, you know, didn't have an experience with people, with the, with these girlfriends, you know, it was crazy, you, it was too many rules you had to follow, you know, and, uh, you know, like I was saying, you know, when you friends with girls, you know, they don't like a certain girl, they don't want you to like her, and, you know, that y'all got to dress a lot, y'all just got to be a lot, I didn't, that was just too much for me. And me, I had always went against the odds anyway. So. <laughs> so, me, myself, and I again. It, okay. <laughs> anyway. But, you know, on my... Um, <laughs> Father, <laughs> you know, treat me like a princess, real good man, <laughs> from, you know, that part, you know, I've seen, because, you know, I've seen two different sides of my father, so, um, like I was saying, you know, Daddy's little girl used to sit and be his, the, I handled his tools when he was working on things, you know, around the house, because I used to sit <clears throat> and watch him work on things. I used to sit and watch him work around the house and stuff, so I used to handle his tools, you know, everything. But, you know, when things got rocky and things, they, he went his way, I, I mean, he, he went his way, my mama went away. <clears throat> This is the other side. You know, he did what he could and and what he can as a man. But, you know, couldn't blame him for his, you know, lack and everything else. But he still knew better, too. Because, you know, he was adopted, too. You know, his daddy had an affair, you know with his wife and, you know, his mother abandoned him. So, you know, you know the rest of the story. So, <laughs> these are my parents. 
So, <laughs> me as a kid, I have to, you know, carry this. When I carry it, I have to live through this timeline, you know, in my life until, you know, I get to my adulthood or pre-adult, you know, hood. And then on top of that, uh, not knowing that I had co-dependers around me. <laughs> because, you know, I probably, yeah, I did. I ain't going to lie about that. Became a code, became codependency, you know, on certain things in life because this is what I went through as a child and, and still have it and, and have it healed it. But, you know, this is how, you know, you can get yourself in a timeline you're not supposed to be in if, you know, if you don't address certain things about yourself feels off, you know, don't go to your friends because they're off. You need to find somebody who's, you know, familiar with and really serious about what you're talking about. <laughs> Because if you look at your life and look how the way it's, you know, operating and standing, this is how you notice this is the area that I'm having a problem in and this is what is keeping me from excelling and being whole in life and healed in life. So, as you continue to go through life, there's still going to be something, you know, that might try to traumatize you, and you will know how to deal with it. You will know how to work with it and not have it affect you. So, as we Keep on working on ourselves and noticing the things that is wrong with us. It can help us along the way. But, you know, you got to pay attention to it. And the way to do that, you know, you got to be honest. It's the 10 steps. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and you got to take care of it. And you got to release it <laughs> quit holding on to all this crap and and carry it on it's not good for your health I'm telling you so people back to it as I was saying <laughs> you know this codependency stuff um got to a point to where, you know, I was like, I gotta get this off of me. Because I know the second me, when and where and why 
have I had the need for other people in my life and other things that didn't mean nothing, don't matter in my life. I said, uh uh-uh, as a kid, I was good with what I had. And I was comfortable and I was in my own skin with what I had as a kid. (laughs) Yeah. So I went back. I got some help (laughs) to learn how to heal my inner child. And been doing it ever since then. And it's been good, you know. (laughs) Real good. And now I can enjoy life again. Because, you know, when we're not our true self, which is our inner child, we think we are enjoying life. But we actually not. That is just our false self that we created because we had to go with the motions and live through the motions with life. (laughs) It's a different thing. It's a different feeling. It's a different knowing. And that ain't no lie right there. Quit, you know, ignoring what's really bothering you guys and get down to the nitty-gritty. Because that's the only way you're going to be able to touch physically what your heart desires. And you know, whatever your heart desires and whatever you want to bring that into physical form, that inner child is going to need to be healed. Because you can't manifest anything through fear, doubt, shame. You know, guilt, don't nothing but chaos come from that. And lonely, feeling lonely, you know, the inability not to love. So, I had to get this off my chest, people. Because I had to free myself. <laughs> I couldn't do nothing. Bound. Soaking. And had a bunch of people around me like that too. <laughs> Wasn't going nowhere. And that's why. I had to bring that child like back. Have it enjoy life again. Okay, people, all right. I'm going to get off of here because I can talk to you all day long. So uh, email me. Go over to the well page, Facebook, and the well page, Just a Touch of Love, LLC. Um, hey, I'm even on Wisdom and uh, WordPress. All right, people. Y'all have a nice night.